We've saved the world with Yami no games. Translators know that means Shadow Game. We've seen the end of an era, but now we're going back to zero. Join us as Shibuya Gato. All these bitches to simp over, and you choose Miho? Why? Shora. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Hiroto Honda Hard On Hour. Calamity Carl. Fuck Miho. All my homies despise Miho. And Bio Roxas. Fuck Carl and his fucking Miho hatred. Watch through Toei's original Yu Gi Oh! anime and using the power of the Millennium Microphone. Uh, I don't know. Fuck around in Domino for 28 episodes of the movie? Probably. Uh, so so let me let me just explain this beforehand before I get the actual intro quote out. The first episode has a scene that just it just flowed from the pen, and I wanted to kill myself afterward. <clears throat> oh no! Oh, hello everyone, and welcome to the Hiroto Honda Hard On Hour. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking slap you. <laughs> hey, it's got alliteration. There's four H's there. Yes, but that doesn't mean that you needed to say that. Those were not a set of words that you needed to put into a coherent sentence that they I They nearly outright say it in the first episode. Okay, well, fuck true. you. I don't want to hear it. They nearly said it, but they didn't, and that's the difference. Hey, everybody, welcome to hell. Speaking of things <laughs> to start with age, welcome to hell. Shibuya could have been a lot worse. I could have gone with my other note of you'll never defeat my real doll collection, child. Oh. <laughs> I hate that. I I had a you have you have many to blame for that one. When I was like, yeah, uh, she looked like way too real. Like the doll looked like just a person. And Betty went, ah, his real doll collection. And I was like, oh, no. see, yeah. when I when I got to that point, yeah. I was working on a fucking dude looks like a lady joke, but I couldn't make it work properly. Ugh. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Millennium Microphone. I guess. I want to skip ahead to talk about things, but I can't. So hopefully I'll remember it by the time we get to those episodes, but <sighs> whatever. Um, it's It's been a hot minute. It's been a couple weeks. Right. Oh, okay. I was like, something feels off. Well, yeah, because we took the 4th of July weekend off. Yeah, we took that off. I was like ready to go too. Yeah. That sure was a weekend. And then I, and then I looked at the schedule and I was like, they didn't actually mean to skip a week, right? They like, <laughs> that wasn't right, right? <laughs> And then no, I was that like, was oh. right. There's, there's a reason it is written down like that. <laughs> yeah, so. How was your 4th of July? Do you guys do anything? Uh, I left the house for five days, which was fucking great. Sorry, I don't celebrate. We had family over to have a lot of food. That's about it. We didn't actually celebrate the holiday. We were just We just decided to be together. It was nice. Sorry, I that sat in nice. my room and listened to explosions outside of my house for about eight yeah, solid right, that hours. Sucked. Yeah, I felt like such an old yeah. man because I was like, why the fuck are people like, it was so loud. It gave me so much anxiety. Yeah. Well, they can't just go to a fireworks show. They got to do it themselves. You have to set off fireworks on the 4th of July outside your neighborhood where a firework could go off into someone's house and set it on fire. Apparently, some video of some people getting some like bootleg fireworks went really viral and it was crazy or something. Bootleg so fireworks? Is it what the one mean? where the fireworks like blow up into the car? Because yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I saw that. Pretty sure somebody died doing that. It wouldn't shock Yikes, me. wait, what? Wait, 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 wait. I'm pe- people, I don't, people buying and setting off fireworks <laughs> on their own is always fucking stupid and dangerous, and you hear stories about like limbs getting blown off. 
because they're doing mm-hmm. it wrong or they're so careless about it. So I'm so not sure buy, if that's like, real. Not this wouldn't shock me. They they buy fireworks not made by professionals. Bio. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Very Why? shoddy. Shoddily made, cheap, and just basically explode rather than do what they're supposed to do. Or they do more than they're not, or they do more than they're, you know, listed to do. What's the appeal? Uh, people need to save money, so they cheap out on shit. Oh. Yeah, even though you could save more money by just not setting off fireworks. Or just right? buying some, you know, less, you know fireworks buy sparklers and just run around your backyard with sparklers it'll keep your kids just as entertained and it's less fucking dangerous also some streamer dude like set off a fucking like volcano firework in his bedroom what this i've been seeing this video go around like everywhere of this of this dude who set off like some fireworks in his bedroom and burned his ceiling oh i saw that one i saw that one i didn't even hear about this what the fuck oh let me fucking let me find this. I don't know how it, it appeared on my Twitter log. I took Twitter off my phone and I feel like my mental health has soared. But I also don't like keep up with anything now. <laughs> Still, I mean, congratulations. You're stronger than the average American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Uh, the TikTok user I show speed almost burned down his own room setting off uh, fireworks in the shape of a Pikachu. Yeah. Oh, that's Fuck yeah. yeah that I saw that. Oh my! Wild. I. It's not the original video. It's a reaction video. I'll live. I'll leave this here if you want to see it. But you can tell just from that thumbnail alone. I'm. I'm good. I'm good, Chief. I don't need to see that shit. How stupid do you have to be to set off fireworks in your own fucking room? Yes. Uh, when you're doing it for uh, entertainment value. I mean, going. Oh, this would be a funny thing to do on a stream for attention. You know what a funnier thing to do would be? Uh, tell, tell people you're going to do it and then set up a really shoddy looking green screen. Like like those videos that are just like, whoa, cat gets hit by car and then it's the bad green screen car that is so fake and it's just funny because of how bad it looks. Just do that. Yeah, Shibuya, that, doesn't, that doesn't track as well. You know how angry people will be? And I need the attention and I need it now. So I got to do the stupid thing that'll get me all the attention in the world. Yeah, you know what else that stupid thing will do? Get you fucking killed. TikTok lives are just fucking stupid in general. Most of them have become, uh, people... Okay, so TikTok has a really, really weird culture thing of their little, uh, live streams being... Basically people farming interaction and likes. Yeah. It's, it's really surreal. There's a lot of streams end up being, uh... You'll 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 tab into one and it's just a person sleeping and you can do the little TikTok like send roses, send uh hearts, send whatever the fuck to make them play noises to wake them up. That's the one variation, and there's like thousands of these now. It's it's really fucking weird, and TikTok lives are the most like disingenuous fucking bullshit I've ever seen in my life. But it I've never been happier to not ever use tiktok except for when friends send me funny tiktoks and i watch those and then i just stop i don't know how to break yeah the only thing uh... what bio what go Uh, (laughs) um i only the only tiktok i do is there's this one thread that always gets like shared on twitter 
where it's just like a thousand oh, TikToks yes, that are all yeah. 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 That's fair. Um, that's the only experience I have. But also, what is TikTok live? Is that just live streaming on it's TikTok? Live streaming. It, it's just point? a live stream that happens yeah. within TikTok itself. It's like a Twitter live stream. Yeah. That's all it is. You can live stream on Twitter? Well, no, but you can have like the audio the spaces. spaces. I basically just doom scroll on TikTok nowadays. Like, I'll lay down to go to bed at night. I'll scroll through TikTok for a while just to see cute cat videos because I've, uh, I've basically taught the algorithm only show me cute shit. I don't want to yeah, see uh, anything else. Unfortunately, yeah. TikTok is like the dominant social media thing currently, and it's like, well, you need to get on that grind. Got to work that algorithm. Got to make that money. Everything you do has to be monetized. No. That's every <laughs> no social media, right? Pretty much every social media, but TikTok's a lot worse because it's, you know, the most popular thing right now. It is kind so of insane. Do I feel like whatever it takes in order to get quote unquote famous. Yeah. Yeah. Cause uh, yeah. Let me, I feel let me like, look at this. I feel like that for, I've always felt this way about like artists who like, they have to work so hard just to get a piece out. Cause like art's not easy, but then like, it's like one of the, I feel like it's one of the m- most competitive things I've ever seen where like just so many people do it. Like, uh, I can't imagine. Anyways. Yeah, I know. I feel that because like I, I recently decided to start trying to make speed paint videos, right? Right. Because you like you can't even you, you can't just do fan art, right? You have to you have to have the art and then you have the speed paint of it and then you, yeah. you have to do like commissions and there's like oh so many things that are connected to that the thing is like if it's like sure if you wanted that to do really well what you would do is you would give it a title like i drew what this fast and then you have a picture of yourself in a corner like oh pogging taking up half the screen and then the other half like a blurred censored image with three question marks on it yeah but here's the thing that's how you get your fucking seo growing so what you're telling me is that i need to make a clickbait thumbnail for this week's mel mike that would be funny they did what to episode eight? No, not even episode eight. Motherfucker, I'm talking episode 11. <laughs> they replaced the child with who? Shibuya, I have an idea for you. Okay. You get a picture of the nurse from episode eight, right? Oh, super just... hot nurse into card games, not clickbait. She did what with a student? <laughs> right? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Alright, I'm writing that down. That's important. I need I need I need to write oh, it. Oh man. Oh man. And then you gotta have like two of us doing the Wojak pointing face. Like Ooh. I'll fucking draw it. You can just overlay it on top of the thumbnail itself, like over God, top of all of us. I can probably get terrible. the screenshots. It's fine. Can you give me the Wojak lore? What is that? I don't fucking know. I'll be honest with you, oh. I don't fucking know. I'm I'm gonna be real with you, Chief. Is that the is that the like pointing with the Yeah with the with the scruffiness? It's it's yeah, it's it's the guys pointing that they're drawn in that way that they look like an extension of every 4chan meme ever made because let's be yeah, they're real. They're like an extension of Rage Face comics pretty much. Which unfortunately uh, I, I just you can't look at any of those faces anymore without thinking, oh man. Not gonna say it. Anyway, Thongly 4chan. 4chan's fucking dead. Thank God. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennium Microphone. God, I wish. It's it's shutting down. It's, is it really? Is it really? Genuinely? Last I, 
last are we just doing, are we just doing like a what's what's trending podcast <laughs> yeah hey everybody welcome to 15 minutes of just the general talk podcast where we talk about general things and nothing in particular that's right nothing in particular this isn't a specific topic podcast oh no unless no, i yeah. uh was completely lied to by uh, an edited screenshot then what i saw was that it's being uh, completely shut down i'm not seeing anything really I, for I did what a quick google search so i fucking hope it's being I was shut probably down. lied to i mean it's it's fucking news about 4chan you probably were lied to yeah can you shut it down yeah i mean if it if if the server host decides that it violates uh terms of service or if it there's there's ways i think it's it's just kind of miraculous to think that it might finally die the way it's deserved to for decades. Yeah, right. <sighs> Anyways, welcome to the Millennium Mike. Welcome. <laughs> <sighs> this was this was a fucking week and a half. Sure was. Um we're not going to talk about the other thing because we're a Yu-Gi-Oh podcast, but uh We'll talk about the big one, because I woke up on Thursday to at least 10 different people adding me with the fucking news, which was upsetting, to say the oh, least. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he went scuba diving, right? Yeah. Little, um, little, little key thing for fans of the podcast going forward, when, when stuff like that happens, if you think about adding, adding one of us with that news... At least five other people have thought about adding us with that news. Please keep that in mind. Yeah, the, the, I'm I'm also just going to put this out there because I understand that sometimes the intent is just like, hey, just wanted to let you know, just wanted to make sure that you were aware, and then mm. you just put the gory details about the yeah. entire thing. Please don't. Oh, yeah. Please Welcome do to- <laughs> not. Because I woke up to three different messages that made me mm. violently upset. Yeah. So yeah, Try not to do that. I understand. I understand that sometimes the intent is good and the execution is just the thing that's a little bit poorly done, but like just link to a news article or something and be done with it. Yeah. I you, you I do got not very have to lucky. viscerally describe things. I got very lucky that morning and all I woke up to was a message from from good friend of a uh, of of the podcast Rosenthorn who we apparently inspired to make his podcasts. Oh shit. Like I okay, yeah, yeah. so I've I've been joining Rosen um each month for his Ultimate Designers stream, right? Where we where we just get assigned a bunch of like Danganronpa character ideas and we have to come up with something. It's actually really fun. Um and he's he's told me that yeah, his podcast that he's doing now, we apparently inspired him to get started on. So that's awesome. Um but yeah, I got I got woken up that morning to just a message from Rosen going, "Hey, are you okay?" And I was like, "What?" Then I opened Twitter and it was like, "Oh, today's gonna be shit." Yeah. I just uh, opened Twitter and saw uh, my friend Tonya just posting about it. Just like I'm sorry for all my Yu-Gi-Oh friends, and I was like, "Why?" And then I checked uh, Explore, and I was like, "Oh." Yeah, I um I woke up to a couple Discord DMs just going, "Hey, I know this one might be rough for you. Let me know if you need anything." And then Twitter was just like 10 different mentions with it. I think I found that through the Millennium Mike Twitter account. Yeah. As soon as I found out, I wrote up a I I 
I, I took some time to like write up something that felt appropriate and then I put it out because uh, mm-hmm. I, I figured it was important to say something. Yeah. Kazuki Takahashi will be deeply missed by all of us. Yeah, and as as far as just like remembering him and honoring his legacy, all that I'm going to ask you guys to do, just as listeners and people who enjoy Yu-Gi-Oh to at least some degree, just be kind. Because at at the end of the day, that's kind of the core of Yu-Gi-Oh is just be kind to other people, and don't be a dick, or the yummy no door will open. I love that. That's such a nice part of like um, this season where he's like. Because you know when he says that, shit's about to go down. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. Yeah. Um, a, a lot of the, the big Yugi tubers have been doing a thing where they're changing their profile images to their favorite Yu-Gi-Oh card for for the week. So uh, it, it'll be a bit late once this episode comes out for that. But uh, list, li- li- just list your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh card in the comments. Yeah, just in the comments of the audio or the video version. Let us know what your favorite card is and... If you want, let us know like what your favorite Yu-Gi-Oh moment is, because I I am curious. I've been I've been thinking about doing the the card icon thing, but I just don't know what I'd pick. I have two yeah. monsters that I love. They're apparently making a structure deck for Dragon Maids for Master Duel, and I cackled. Yeah, I I loved seeing Dragon Maid players lose that many gems. It was funny. <laughs> Thank God. It's also going to include a card I need for a potential Blue Eyes deck I might run, so that's Oh, that's funny. even funnier. Yeah. You get you get part of a meta deck, and you get the fucking card you need? That's that's great. Yeah, the Hieratic Seal Link Monster, specifically. Because I think that's a UR, so it's easier to buy it. Anyway, should we um get started talking about Season Zero? Kawaita! Yeah, that could be. Yeah, there we go. Episode seven. Game. Episode seven. <laughs> First note, obviously, Kawaii Tazakebida. Of course, that song still slaps. Yes, of course, of course. <laughs> Why'd you say that? It was weird. I'm sorry that I think music bangs. Okay. Translator's note: A uh, kujira means whale. <laughs> yeah. Did you know that? Because TV Nihon sure did let me know that that was the fact. TV Nihon sure did give me that translator's note in their fan translation. <laughs> <Yeah>. So, uh, <laughs> this episode... Yeah, this fat guy named Kujirata. His, his name Kujira comes from whale. <laughs> Thanks. So this episode starts an interesting trend to these episodes that um, we're going to see more and more of as we keep going, apparently. Yeah, it was a shockingly common trend among this batch. And I did not plan it that way. They they take a single chapter from the manga and expand upon it. And I like it, but they make some decisions here and there that made me upset. Uh, Understandable. This one covers the Tamagotchi chapters of the manga, where all the characters have little Tamagotchi digital pets, and they have fun with them. I like that. My parents never let me have Tamagotchis. And so uh, I, I've already sent this once, but I will I will go ahead and share. I, I made a little Tamagotchi blue eyes just because I thought it'd be cute. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw that blue eyes in the uh, episode thumbnail somewhere. Yeah, because that that is a a cute little fucker. 
<laughs> so yeah, this I remember this chapter being one of the better ones in the manga, so I was very excited, and then I got very confused very quickly. Yeah. One of my first notes here, though, is just, uh, God Honda sucks, how about you go beautificate some bitches? One of my first notes is, he uh, fucking Tamagotchi competition to go to Australia? <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, <that> was... <laughs> what? Oh, man. Excuse me? I, uh, I thought this would be an episode without Miho because she wasn't there, and I was like, oh, thank God, and then she... Burst Bro, into the room. what is wrong with your Miho hate? I don't get it. Bio, I don't know how to break it to you that this woman is not only a gold digger, but also a manipulator and a sack of fucking shit who is using fucking, as much as I despise Honda also, yeah. just uses him to get whatever she wants out of him. And that's the thing that I cannot stand the most. Yeah. In the first six episodes, you could make a case for, oh, she's not that bad. And then in these, even I was like, all right, bitch. Let's let's stop manipulating Carl, right the fuck now. There's an outright just, part like, hits in one of my notes Carl. where I'm like, you know what? I don't even hate Honda anymore that much. I just hate Miho. Miho's such a piece of shit. <laughs> oh no, I still hate Honda. I still hate him. But Well, Honda here is more pathetic than hateable. Honda. And he does car. have one really good moment. <laughs> but we're going to get to that. I just loved everyone's just like, oh, do you have one of these digital pets too? And then this bitch just shouting, I definitely want to go to Australia. It's like, what? what is, what? And then she goes, oh, you guys don't know about the, the competition that has the, the grand prize, a trip to Australia. And it's like, you start off with that in a conversation. You don't just shout that first part at the start. You shout it after the whole fucking thing after you mention the competition my first line for this is whale yeah i don't whale. remember why because it's because kujirada's name means whale yeah oh oh right the translator nerd the, okay. the kids <laughs> call this guy we just did a whole bit with it the thing we just went over <laughs> <laughs> okay my kids been waking up at like 5 a.m every day <laughs> that's yeah that's fair oh, understandable man. Uh, hey, oh my God. important question. Do you mm. think a $500 gold Tamagotchi is overpriced? Because I sure do. Yeah. I don't I don't blame the man for breaking the glass and just taking it. I legitimately thought that Yugi was going to buy it for a minute because I was about to be like, oh, a gold Tamagotchi for a kid with a gold fucking puzzle. That's perfect. No. No, he has to be the underdog who beats up the gold Tamagotchi with his real gold puzzle. I... Real talk, I love the little fucking Tamagotchi monster designs they've got for this. Joey's is so fucking, like, They're bad. so goofy yeah. and they're so fun. I love it so much. Like, I love that Yugi's is straight up just a fucking little blob with Yugi hair. That's funny. Yeah. It's a little Karibo. Junochi's is just like, Kazuki Takahashi was outright like, I don't know, I'm just gonna draw a fucking shape and give it legs. Taya's poor little fucking plum thing. Yeah, yeah. she's got a little peach. It's so cute. And and then like a peach, that ass got eight. No. Oh. <laughs> if so, you take um, that as being dirty, that's your own fault. Peaches are fruits first and foremost. Also, the 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 first fucking mention of fucking manipulation. Oh, it's so difficult for me to raise this thing. If only I had someone who could dedicate their life to raising it for me, making it better. Maybe I'd go on the trip with them. 
I mean, she would. And then Honda simps, and uh, they play this baby noise that made me want to fucking die. Understandable. So, uh, I, I mentioned this earlier, but they change around manga plot lines here, and it's really weird, but I'm kind of okay with it, but also kind of not. So, in the manga, uh, Kujiwara, the, the fucking big-ass whale dude, is only tangentially a villain. Because in the manga, mm, he's just yeah. a dude who has a really strong pet that fights other people's pets. Uh, and at one point, his pet, like, is alive and hypnotizes him into making him, like, take on other people's pets and consume them. Oh, what the oh, fuck? Yeah, like, like, yes. the, like the pet becomes... The pet's the evil one? The pet is yes. the actual villain, not the kid. In the anime here, we're led to believe that he is just outright an asshole from the start. Yeah, right. But it turns out to be the smaller kid that we thought was getting bullied, which I was like, okay, this is a neat little twist on what you on what the manga did. I'm fine with this. You could they um they subverted expectations. It's interesting, but also the fact that they use the design of the kid from later on makes me worried for that plot line with the spawn uh ripoff comic. I'm worried they're not gonna oh, do was, it now. Was that was he based off of the fucking kid from the Zombira? It was kind of that design, Shora. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. I know. The Zombira chapter's good. Can you, wait, can you, wait, context? Oh, there's a there's a chapter in the manga where they meet a kid who's like who really loves this uh American-themed comic called Zombira the Dark. Uh which they is actually a ripoff made, of Spawn. Yeah, and they actually made a Yu-Gi-Oh called card called Zombira. It's it's a really cool like level four twenty one hundred attack monster that loses attack whenever it uh attacks something. Hold on, I'm gonna pull it up because the design yeah. is actually still really good. It's really fucking cool. Uh, Yugi and crew meet this kid. They become friends. He wants to be a superhero, so his dad's like, "I'll hire a bunch of thugs to pretend to try and beat him up while he's in the costume, and then he'll actually beat them up, and you know they'll go." Uh, shit happens, and then Yugi does this like spray paint puzzle thing and lights them on fire it's really fucking raw yeah yikes those chapters are really sick um i have a, a japanese copy of zombira the dark that has the word zombie all on it in like a graffiti font oh sick it is a very cool card i don't know if i, I think i still have it somewhere i'm pretty sure Yeah, I like the the twist of oh, the little kid was the one doing the bullying and the blackmailing, not the the larger kid. Yeah, I like that. Also, he beats him with a whip and treats him like a pet. Didn't like that, but wait a second, hold on a second. <laughs> on, I, was... I I I initially thought like, oh, this kid is gonna get fed up dealing with this guy, and he's gonna like try and blackmail him to get out of it. That's an interesting twist, giving the little guy power, and then they give the little guy a whip and a very clear complex about something. And I'm like, okay, back the fuck up a minute. This is not okay. <laughs> I was like, who the fuck is this person taking like pictures? Is this going to be like another Millennium item user we don't know about? That's just like documenting shitty people. And I was like, no, no, no. It's the, it's the kid taking pictures of, uh, the, of this big guy because why not? He's got a photo album of his pets. Okay. Remember, folks, kink means consent. Uh <laughs> Uh, These are yeah. teenagers. These are high schoolers, Shora. 
high school. You don't you don't want another kind of shit high schoolers do Shibuya. Okay, uh, but let's not talk about this in relation to high schoolers, is what I'm saying. Oh, boy. Fucking. God, this episode was just so weird. Hey, can we talk? Can we can we talk for a second about how the Tamagotchis have, like, a link-up feature? And when Joey and Yugi's pets link up, Joey just beats the shit out of Yugi's and leaves. Yeah. yeah. Beats the shit out of him it's, and walks away. It's the funniest shit, because... Getting beat up, and then his little pet is just like, "All right, bye." And then, and then he just leaves. It's all right. So, That's how you showed his love, and then he evolved from it. So in the in the manga, they outright do a like that is outright just a parallel to Yugi and Joey's like meeting, like relationship and meeting. Because oh, that's yeah. cool. They link up. Joey's kicks the shit out of Yugi's pet for a bit, and then Yugi's pet befriends him, and then <laughs> and they're done. And it's really fucking cute. And it's like, oh. They literally just did what Yugi and Joey did. Yeah, like, the pets are very clearly extensions of them as people. So, even that mm. happens the same way. Did they Did they try to sell these? I, I don't, don't think, think so. so. God, I wish. Right? There might be Yu-Gi-Oh! Tamagotchi, Tamagotchis. Did, did you guys have a Tamagotchi when you were younger? Yes. Regrettably. I did, and I I do now. I have I have the little piece of paper in it so that it's not turned on right now. But it's a little fiftieth anniversary common rider Tamagotchi. It's very. I'm getting cute. that Kingdom Hearts Tamagotchi Ooh. when it drops. I need it. Oh right! Isn't there a Xehanort one, or someone like made a mock up of a Xehanort? Somebody made a mock up of a Xehanort sprite. It was <laughs> really funny. It. I think it was fluff. I love fluff. Probably fluff. They they fucking love Xehanort. Yeah, it's disturbing, but I love it. <laughs> Look, everybody's got their hyperfixations. It's fine. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I tell them to their, to their face. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. I see your Twitter interactions. Don't and then they me. respond. <laughs> yeah, no one. So, how many of us here thought that Honda's pet was going to get its ass beat immediately? I was hoping oh, yeah. for it. I'm. But no, it, it cleans up trash. So it has to clean up the trash that is that man's monster because it's awful. Yeah, the joke is that it actually won the fight. It, by all accounts, should have lost. How could it lose? It is the ultimate uh, digital monster. They did some really wild changes with this episode because, like, the manga is extremely straightforward. Bully kid fucking tries to eat Yugi's... A uh, monster and mo Yugi's monster evolves and beats it up. Oh, I don't yeah, think Tristan to... even had one in the manga. No, he didn't. He did not at all. Um, so some of these episodes run into the problem of like, yeah, they're adapting a single chapter of the manga, so they have to pad out the runtime with shit, pad, yeah, just to make it work. And in some places i'm like okay this is an interesting twist and in some places i'm like all right we get it move the fuck on please move the fuck on i'm so tired in some places they change an entire fucking character so that the plot makes no fucking sense and it makes me mad yeah they sure do <laughs> they sure do do that huh can i just say i really don't like that fucking kujiwara just kujirata just keeps like appearing places it's just all of a sudden, there he is. He's just mowing through a bunch of people, or he's just in a, in a doorway. And it's like, I get that you're being extorted and shit, but like, bud, this is creepy. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
I turn around, someone's just sitting there. I'm shitting on their fucking pants. What? Sorry, what? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about it. So anyway, uh, Miho gets crucified. Mio should have been more than crucified. Mio is not dying for anybody's sins. Bro, anybody I since. don't. She's not pure enough for that. She's dying for her own. Damn! You got... We, we've established she's that, that she's bad. manipulating Honda at every single possible turn to get things that she wants. Where's her fucking Yamino game? <laughs> When's the door to her darkness getting opened? Hey, hey, Carl, what if that's the movie? What if that's oh, the movie and that's why Miho's that's why not in main not series? <laughs> yeah. Let's go. Do you well, is this actually It's not connected, right? Well, this is adapting the first like eight, seven or eight volumes of Yu-Gi-Oh! before it became fully focused on the card game. So yeah. I don't think it's connected to the rest of the anime, but it would be funny. I, I don't believe so. The The only thing I know about the Season Zero movie is that it involves the card game and Red-Eyes Black Dragon. That's it. Hell yeah. Everyone loves Red-Eyes. So, uh, Miho gets crucified, I pogged, and then fucking, uh, Yami no Game happens, the, the pets come to life, I guess, and the, the kids- Shit kid gets eaten. Yeah. Gets fucking aided. Pretty fucking basic Yamino game. I mean, it it was literally just, hey, your lion is turning on you. Fuck, get fucked. Yeah, right. I was like, I think I even made a note of like, wait, what what was the actual like bad thing that happened? Uh, yeah, no, he, got he got eaten by his got, own pet. Yeah, he got eaten. Yeah. Yeah, the line that Yami has for this one. This is the best line in these six episodes. I'll say it. Uh, pets are free to choose who they point their fangs at. You forgot that. So you lose. It was really good, yeah. That's pretty good, yeah. Raw as fuck. Are we gonna gloss over the fact that Yugi named his little monster U2? It's really good. It's very I love cute. U2. I like his song Vertigo. It's a really good one. <laughs> Should have named his pet and Mono. Sunday Bloody Sunday. <laughs> I like to imagine that as this is happening, Kaiba is just somewhere in the background. He's got his own little Tamagotchi. It's got a little Tamagotchi blue eyes, and he's just like... <laughs> oh, he would totally not have like a... He would totally have a blue eyes version. Yeah, he would make his butler raise his Tamagotchi for him, though. Let's be real. He'd be like, a gold. That's as high as it goes. I need to get the platinum one with the blue eyes white dragon. And then he'd pay an exorbitant amount of money for them to fucking create one. I need 10 of the P Bandai version of this Tamagotchi. <laughs> fucking Christ. You just buy out the company. It was a solid little episode. Yeah. Not a bad start. And of course it ends with uh, Miho passed out on top of Honda and she's just like, yeah, mom, let's go to Australia. And it's like, of course she's going to take her fucking mom and not and not fucking Honda. Of course. So we immediately open the next episode with Kaiba possibly summoning demons. Episode 8! Kaiba's a Satanist! I was like, yo, Kaiba's back! Episode 8, Seto Kaiba summons Beelzebub. He legitimately just turns around. He's talking to no one except a bunch of fucking like demonic looking statues. Yeah, I was like, yo, shit, a Kaiba episode. Wait, does this motherfucker have magic? Fucking <laughs> <laughs> statue just starts glowing. Yeah, in order, my thought process was, wait, we're back to Kaiba already? Why the fuck this bitch got gargoyles in his mansion? Are they like the gargoyles from Gargoyles? What? Let's go. <laughs> 
<laughs> my entire first three notes in a nutshell. It's great. Uh, my my first three notes are just: Is Kaiba summoning demons? What the fuck? No one cares. Cardboard, go fuck yourself. <laughs> I was like, all right, so this dude, uh, this dude lost his daughter, and he has this doll that he treats like his child, and that's what we're gonna learn this episode. Never learned that. Okay, here's the problem. Yeah. Here's here's the problem with this dude. Oh yeah. His name killed me, but I'm not gonna say it yet. <laughs> this dude is a kaiji design. <laughs> He really yeah. is, though. He's yeah, just he a kaiji. It's oh. the nose. He's totally just a kaiji character. What is What is that? What is that? I was... It's another anime. I, I am pulling up comparisons for you. I I had a just about a panic attack when the helicopter showed up, and everyone that was standing there went flying, and I was like, what the fuck? And then I was like, oh, they're all dolls. Oh, they're mannequins. That's... Man, that fucking... No, no pun intended blew me away. So, so by the good very one, quickest TLDR I can give you about Kaiji is, it's an anime about a loser who's always down on his luck and decides to gamble. Except uh, the games he keeps getting into with the gambling uh, can literally end with him like losing fingers and limbs and stuff. Because oh, he's an idiot. That sounds cool. Is it good? I've heard good things about it. It, I mean, yeah, it's really fucking good. I had to, I had to bow out at one point because there's a game where they're like, if you, if you keep losing this game, we're going to drill further and further into your fucking ear. That's the one reason Ooh. I won't watch Kaiji is because of that one game. Yeah, really. E, I have to watch that. Cause that's, I'm like, I hate stuff like that, but there's also that like morbid curiosity. That's completely piece. understandable. Do you guys ever watch VHS? Uh, we've talked about this. You and Carl both have. <laughs> so there, there's the guy, and here's Kaiji from Kaiji. Yeah, yeah, outright. The pointy nose. Like the character. nose is the main reason. I I did indeed watch VHS, and I passed out while watching it and pissed myself all over the place. Yeah, I felt pretty sick watching it. I I can honestly <laughs> say though, from watching like more than half of Kaiji. Good anime. I'm just never getting past that fucking game, cause ugh. Yeah. Your trauma. No. I'll stick with Kakegurui. Thanks. <laughs> I should watch that. It, it's it's very funny. It's funny. They they threaten to have him like fall off a building. I'm fine. Cut off a finger. I'm fine. Ear trauma. No. It's, it's specifically the way in which the ear trauma is dragged out. I can't fucking deal with that shit. I wish that Miho was never born. Yeah. I too wish that wet cardboard would die. Return the cardboard to the ocean. So, um... We, we, we cut bitch. back to the school. Yugi, uh... Yugi beats the shit out of Miho. Or, I'm sorry, cardboard. Gotta keep my bit going. Imagine being so I petty. I can't believe you beat me. Oh, this is so sad and unfair. How dare you make this woman cry? Yeah, imagine being so, so petty and, and so stupid that you lose it a card game that you're playing for the first time and then you start crying. <laughs> Gotta get your simp to beat up your friend. I know that you won, but I so lost. at this point, do they already know that, like... Miho's a villain? No, not yet, but soon no, her she's... evil deeds will come to light. <laughs> they don't know anything about Yami Yugi yet, no. They don't know about Yami. Um, they don't know about Yami. Did they, uh, so the writer, did they already know that like card games were 
that card game that happened before was interesting or were they trying to keep Kaiba as a recurring character? By the time that the toy anime came out, I believe the path that the manga was going down was already like, yeah, we're making it solely card game focused. By, gotcha. okay. by the point that this anime would have been produced and, and put out, the manga would have been pretty decently far in to the point where they were already like, yeah, the card game is selling. We're doing that. So is this a filler episode or did this actually happen? This does not have an equivalent in the manga, but it is that, a good okay, episode. Okay. Yeah, I wouldn't call it filler, but it's very clearly establishing that Kaiba is going to be a main recurring antagonist. For uh, uh, for reference, in the manga, after his first appearance, Kaiba does not show up again until uh, what is referred to as the Death T arc. Yeah, baby. Which we will get tea, to. If they I don't bl- adapt Death T, they're fucking cowards. Oh, I looked into it. They do. I don't know how much they change, but there is a Death T arc. Yes! I'm very excited for Death Tea. It's so stupid. It's it's my favorite thing. So y- Yugi gets called down to the nurse's office and then du- duels with the nurse who fucking smokes his ass. I was actually really loving that duel. Like, I, I just really liked the idea of one of the faculty being like, I also played this game. Let's 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 play a little game. It was neat. I heard the rumors that you're good at card games. My sister in Christ, he legit just won one game after saying this was his first time playing. It is very funny because I, I made the call very early on that the nurse was going to be like a hired card game assassin, like Panic from Duel Monsters. Yeah. And I was like, oh, if this is true, I'm going to fucking lose my shit. Instead of this fucking dude just walks out holding a fucking two pieces of wood with some strings attached to it okay and it's like she was a fucking puppet i hate it so much so wait was was she like actually marionette because it made it look like she like he like fucking slipped out of her that's that's why my notes looked like this no No, he he was very clearly controlling her with like the strings oh yeah he was standing behind one of the curtains shibuya if you would if you would go ahead and just read what i have here because i i did this from the perspective of i thought he slipped out of her like a bodysuit okay all right uh i'm also gonna put it on screen for video viewers so bear with me oh my god dude looks like a lady what the fuck how did he (laughs) how what why (coughs) how did he fit all that ass into that bitch broken brain (laughs) <laughs> you know, he just stepped you? out from behind he was like behind a fucking one of the <laughs> nurse's office sheet things and was just like oh my real doll i thought he was wearing her like a serial killer skin suit no that'd be good though <laughs> that would have been fucked up it would have been really good <laughs> hey you know what's fucked up this felt like Mammoth Graveyard's origin story because the mammoth was still alive and then it burned to death. Shit. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's I will so use fun. the wolf. We finally learned the lore of Mammoth Graveyard. <laughs> mammoth was not always graveyard. It was alive once. Real talk. Once it was Mammoth Life Yard. Real talk. I just really liked this duel because there was no like major high stakes bullshit to this. This was just a somewhat friendly game between two people at first. Yeah, this was just testing each other's like prowess at the game and i respect that sometimes you need low stakes stuff to build up imagine having one chance at life and your parents name you dittery see when i was looking up the image of this man 
I learned that that's a TV Nihon translation error. It's Ridley. Oh? It's Ridley. Thank God. Ridori. Holy shit. Not Didori. Ridori. I'm sorry. This guy's name was Ridley in your subs? My subs had him listed as Sheldon. No. Okay. So his full name is Baron Ridley Sheldon. There we go. Okay. The TV Nihon subs said Didori Sheldon. Yeah, I was like, Didori. this motherfucker named Didori? Yeah. <laughs> If you're just going off of what you hear on a VHS quality rip, I can understand the error. It's like, okay, thank God Ridley makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Thank God that I looked up a photo of him or I never would have found this out. And we would have just been like, who names their kid Dittery? Fucking Dittery do over here playing like a little horn. <laughs> Blonde is pinky. He makes a noise. Please don't. Uh, we're going to move ahead. Uh, and just ignore that entirely, to the arcade what? thing. Yeah, Yugi's really excited to, to play a new game at the arcade. Uh, probably I get to new play Tekken. the new fighting game, Super Fist Fighter. I don't think that's what that one's called, kid. Super Fisting Game. No, no, nope, diff different arcade, wrong. kid. Super Fister 2 Turbo. <laughs> no, that's still incorrect. <laughs> that's a completely different arcade, kid. Uh, and, and then... <laughs> My bet was that the arcade guy was going to be one of Kaiba's hired goons. And then he leads him out to the alley and gets him into the car. And then he takes off the mask and he just is Kaiba. It straight up was just Kaiba. That's so fucking funny. This doesn't look like an arcade cabinet. Get in the fucking car, Yugi. Get in the fucking car, idiot. <laughs> Pushes him and holds him down. He's like, I've been waiting for this moment. Yeah, some of those fucking angles were uncomfortable. Yep. You know what's more uncomfortable? The fucking house. Ew, 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 dollhouse. Dollhouse. Oh, yeah. My son walked in. I'm so sorry for your son. That was like, it was like, just keep playing with the toys, bud. Fucking Christ. They all stare at you tonight. Dollhouse. That reminds me of when I walked in on my dad watching fucking Child's Play. I walked in, I was like, hey, dad, what are you watching? And Chucky popped out of a seat and tried stabbing someone. And I went, I'm going to go now. <laughs> I just turned around and left. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, also reminds me how my cousins had a Chucky doll and they torture me with it. I, I really like that this episode is setting up a, a bigger plot line with Kaiba that they didn't really do much with in the manga. Like, he, he, he literally just... He just disappears until Death T in the manga. But here in the anime, we're getting to see him set up things, and this is really neat. Come, my incredible game assassins! We must wipe out this child! He's getting his game masters. Meanwhile, fucking Yugi's just sitting over there, just like. I threw up! <laughs> fucking Christ. Kaiba just like takes out a little handkerchief from his sh shirt pocket, dabs it off. Like, no, 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 you'll be fine. So no, uh, no, Kaiba would. Right. He would kick him into the vomit. He's like, it's <laughs> all right. You got a big day ahead of you. I'm gonna make you eat that later. So uh, Yugi and Yugi and Sheldon play play the the dual monsters. Yami no game. Yeah, you know Bazinga, all that. It's uh, it's really fucking raw. It's really good. The, it's really the good monster choices game. in this are pretty fucking good. I I gotta be real with you. I kind of want a version of Yu-Gi-Oh where the field has multiple, like, zone-exclusive advantages, because that shit's kind of neat. 
it's growing on me. It would be interesting to experiment with, like, Yu-Gi-Oh, but with, like, a dedicated terrain on the board instead of I, the... Mm. I don't know. I have I have news for you. That's called D&D. I know. I I would actually be down for somebody D&D to put... D&D in a card like, game. Yeah, to build a fucking Yu-Gi-Oh D&D thing. That would be kind of cool. Uh, I got news for you. That's called the Bakura arc. <laughs> oh, I know. Oh, no. I'm, I'm ready for it. Shibuya, I know you're I... excited. That's called Capsule Monsters. <laughs> no. No. Shibuya, let me, let me go ahead and tell you this now. I spent last night scouring the fucking internet looking and hoping that somebody had made 3D printing files for, for the, for the, um. For the little guys. The little guys from the Bakura arc and the little guys from the Capsule Monsters thing. And I, I, mm, I gotta tell you something later. I found out something that made me nearly have a stroke. Oh my fucking god, yeah. Please remember to DM me about that later. Holy no, no, shit. I'm gonna tell you once we get to the Capsule Monsters episode. Okay, fair enough then. Uh, okay, so is it just me? Or, like, some of the monsters that Yugi uses are the same. Like, Komori Dragon stole Komori Dragon. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. some are, like, pre-versions, like how Mammoth Graveyard is just a, an actual mammoth. And Silverfang's there. Silverfang is fucking Death Wolf? Excuse yeah. me? The worst yeah. fucking downgrade? Silverfang actually gets to do something. Silverfang gets to be raw and kill something. Yeah, right? Yeah. I was like, hey, it's that one that, like, is garbage in the actual. <laughs> yeah. It's the one that I made fun of for being garbage, and it's not garbage. What the fuck? Well, 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 look who was wrong the whole goddamn time okay, once he gets again. Okay, he gets a massive fucking downgrade. You can't tell me he doesn't. Silverfang's good. You're just a hashtag so, hater. Silverfang is just a dog, which makes him suck. Death Wolf is a fucking wolf that kills things. That makes him raw. Silverfang is also a wolf. It says so in his description, I think. I'm not going to fact check that. Okay, cool. And uh, what does Silverfang kill? Yeah, but Death Wolf is red. My soul. <laughs> Point proven. He's trying his best. Listen, all dogs are good dogs. Yeah, he's just not good enough to live. You know? Fucked oh. up. Come on, dog. You summon Silverfang in a fucking duel, what is he gonna do? He's fodder. He's a jobber. He's gonna he's gonna protect your life points like a good boy would. Man's yeah, he's friend, gonna you know? die doing it. Yeah. Just like every dog does. Fucking we're moving on. We're moving on. I'm not. I'm not dealing with this anymore. So, Jesus like, Christ. can we explain the thing that that that, that Mister Dittery was doing? Because I'm confused. Dollfield. Yeah, he had a Dollfield. Dollfield. Don't worry about it. His monsters are all dolls. No, what yeah. is that? D- dollfield? What, what? No, but it's all right. All his monsters are just dolls. Uh, uh, d- uh, what? There's dolls all around. It's a Dollfield. They're all dolls. No, I just imagine it's part of the Yamino game. Yeah, I don't know. If it's part of the Yamino game, then why didn't somebody fucking die? Shibuya, I don't know why you're not asking the more important question, okay. which is, uh, how does sound beat dolls? Well, you see, a high-pitched frequency can crack porcelain. And what if they are not porcelain? It can also crack stone. It can crack anything that's thin enough. That's why, you know... uh fucking opera singers can shatter glass yeah you know it's just vibrations that are just very you know they just made shit up for the anime and we really don't have to (laughs) look into that the sound thing is kind of weird 
It's like of all the things you could choose to destroy dolls, I wouldn't think sound waves. I would think fire, cutting strings, uh, absolutely crushing them to death. I mean, I get, I get that you want to make Death Wolf the thing that does it. So you add a magic card to make his howl more powerful. But why wouldn't you just be like, yeah, that's like a blood curdling death howl. And it weakens all your monsters instead of just, oh no, sound killed all. Oh no. Anyway, he fucking wiped the floor with that man. And you get that, the wonderful gift shot of Kaiba standing at the window, staring out in the rain. <laughs> yeah. Wait, would you like a real I have, answer? I have a note of just like, Kaiba is so obsessed. <laughs> because the like realest answer episode, is... He's just... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, sorry. Um, the, the, the realest answer I can give you, Shibuya, is just... Most of the time, these anime are written by the fucking, like, production team with no input from the actual creator. Yeah. No, that much I know. So, like, they probably just had somebody who didn't know games well enough. Okay. That, that's fair. Uh, but hey, you know what's funny? What? This Kaiba screen cap. Yes. Yeah. He looks like a Devil Man character. A little bit. I think it's the way they they drew his eyes. And it's like the white outfit too. It's like his eyes are a lot sharper, so it looks a lot more like how a uh, Devil Man designs uh, look. Green hair doesn't help. Look at him. Yeah, it sure doesn't. Fucking cabbage head. Chop you up and put you in a salad, stupid. The shit was brutal. I like that Kaiba's setting up for the future plotline. This is going to be fun. I like how they keep setting up Miho as the true final boss of the series. <laughs> yeah, I can't believe she broke into this dude's house and was like, fuck your dolls. Just sitting there at the end like, oh, I lost you again, Yugi. Well, if I beat you, uh, if you beat me this time, I'll give you a kiss. She's trying to steal that puzzle. She's trying to get fucking Tristan to kill him. And of course, Anzu's like, what the fuck? Why are you, what are you doing, dog? And all of them are just like, mm, please. You please, stupid mommy, just a little smoochy woochy. I hate it so much. Fucking. Uh. Y'all like yo-yos? Yes. Yeah. Episode Freaking nine. my first note. <laughs> Episode nine. Y'all like two separate arcs from the manga fused into each other? My first note is using yo-yos for evil. Hate it. Do you guys ever do yo-yos growing up? Yes. I have a yo-yo now. I had an old yo-yo that I would fuck around with all the time back in the day. I hope Miho cracks your skull open with a yo-yo. So, uh... You, wait, why? Okay, Miho didn't do anything in this episode. Exactly. Like actually nothing. Exactly. Literally, I just have a note that says, "I love that Miho is just there because she, she's not even talking. She's no, just like worry. I have a note in like the background. That too. I have that note too. It is Miho. You add nothing to this series. Hey. I have one note about. I have one note about her, and all it says is cardboard criminal. I have one note about her in this episode, and it is she's literally missing from one of the shots that is directly ripped from upon a panel of the manga. That is so fucking funny. It's so because then she shows up in the next shot because it's from a different angle. But the one that's directly ripped from the manga, fuck no, she's gone. So weird that's thing, great. this 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 is a manga. Okay, 
this is an arc that happened in the manga. This this is a chapter that happened in the manga, but they combine it with another chapter that happened in the manga that yeah. just has the same characters because they combined the the Joey joins a gang chapter with the gang returns chapter. Yeah, we're condensing the gang thing into a single story. And it's really fucking weird because um there's a point where where Yami Yugi shows up and is doing shit and you're like why is he doing shit so brazenly and openly shouldn't the others be like what's going on yugi what how did you deal with these guys and funny thing is when hiratani's gang returns in the manga yugi and crew already know about yami yeah by then there's some kind of suspicion by then they have seen him turn into yami because that happened, the Hiratani return, like gang return episode happens after the death T arc. I feel like it's better in this one because, uh, in this at least, when he turns into Yami, like Joey's the only one there, he doesn't really see it. Uh, he just gets up and runs away, like after being freed from the being tied up. Yeah. And, like, the only people who can see it are, like, up on the roof, and they just fucking fall and drop. It's just really funny to me. Also, it unfortunately means we don't get to get one of the really wild Yamino games, uh, punishments called... Uh, in... So... <laughs> so, in, in the, in the first Hiratani arc in the manga, the way it's resolved is, uh, Yugi eventually finds Joey, like, Tied up by chain, like, like hanging from chains in the fucking warehouse. It is raining. There's a hole in the roof, so it's raining inside the warehouse as well. And uh, Yuki fucks up a bunch of the fucking dudes, right? Knocks one of them out. That dude had a taser on him. Yugi then proceeds to make sure that the entire warehouse gets super fucking soaked from the rain. And uh, he electrocutes all of them by having the dude drop the taser. Sick, I love electrocution. He also stands on a spare tire so that he doesn't get shocked. It's really it's fucking wild. good, and it's called Landmine Search Network. It's such a good one. <laughs> it is a shame, because that one I'll is they're all really wearing good. rubber sole shoes, wouldn't that just not work? But also, well, like... Are their shoes rubber soles? I don't fucking that's know. A, that's a good question. Yeah. Man, we chose a really bad day to all come to this warehouse in bare feet. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Christ. Uh, I will say, if they had to keep one of the arcs for combining them, I'm glad it was the yo-yos. The yo-yos are so fucking sick. <laughs> Boss, why do you keep making us show up here without any shoes on? Don't you worry about it, my friend. Mm, stop. Just, just stop. wiggle them little piggies for me. Oh. Hate it here. Ew. <laughs> hey, that, that, that shot of Joey walking away with the rest of the gang, and it's just the shot of his hair from the back, real fucked up. I, I do have to say, all in all, the combination of the two episodes is not bad. It's fine it's great honestly i just find it really funny that they keep doing this yeah it's a good episode it's also weird that they added this whole plot line with how yeah jonochi and honda met like the track meet thing i i thought that was just gonna come out of nowhere and just be like oh yeah he's gonna reject him uh to keep up the act with these bullies i feel like it would have worked better if they had uh 
Shinoshi and Honda's relationship be the same as the manga, where they were both bullies instead of Honda being yeah. a beautification team member. Yeah. Because then it makes more sense for the two of them to be friends. It it also makes sense that, that he would have run with Joey even when he was part of this group. Just because, like, yeah, they were pals back then, and those are times that they don't look back on fondly, but, you know, they're past it. Hey, on the bright side, uh, something that doesn't get changed, and I'm now remembering why I wrote down Cardboard Criminal. <laughs> Fucking, uh, we, we get to see Joey's father. Oh, God. Yeah. Yeah. It's alright to just open the door and let ourselves in. Yeah, no, the second that I saw the fucking beer cans and everything, it was like, where were you, you good-for-nothing kid? I was like, oh, no, this is going to get really real. Yeah. Yeah, no, that yeah, is... Yeah, that is, I think, almost word-for-word word unchanged. Like, even to the point of him going, yeah, that's why Joey doesn't invite anybody to his house ever. He's been like this for as long as I can remember. It's all right, because the crackhead kids immediately, like, when they run away from it, are like, ugh, yoinks, time to skedaddle, gang. It was <laughs> more or less lifted straight from the manga. A scooby running noise. I don't also, know funny thing, the Hiratani gang returns thing, they actually use yo-yos in that chapter, so this actually works really fucking funnily. Yeah. Yeah, the, the yo-yo chapter is kind of dumb, but also, like, so super 90s. I love it. There's one part where they where Joey talks about uh, or the people that like try to recruit Joey, tell him to fist him. <laughs> Did you guys see that part? Yeah. <laughs> oh man, that's what I know. Just fist me, Joey. <laughs> All right. hey, listen, anytime that anytime someone be shit at a Honda is when I get the happiest. So seeing Joey just fucking deck him in the gut was like, yeah. Yeah, the what the fuck? Also, hey, can we talk about how this one guy had a spiked fucking yo-yo? Yeah, that shit was yeah, insane. Right? <laughs> That's a weapon. That's not a yo-yo at that point. Like, That's just a fucking uh, a chakram. Like, did this man hot glue studs from a choker or something onto his yo-yo one night? No, they popped out. There was a button to release them. Oh, fuck. Like, that's the coolest shit I ever did see. You gotta think of the logistics of there being a button to release them, like... <laughs> yeah, and when it comes back and you're like, alright, time to put them... Ow, 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 Alright, it's time to walk yeah, the dog. Yeah, anytime you retract, you just have to be prepared to get stabbed a couple times. Or they just, like, sometimes... They sometimes extract when he's, like, just walking around, so he has it in his pocket and just stabs him. <laughs> oh, man. Suck. You just sit down wrong and it presses the button and it's like, oh, fuck, oh, oh... Someone's like, well, what's wrong? You got a Charlie horse? And he pulls out a spiked yo-yo. Imagine, imagine if, like, he was just fucking um, showing off That's the yo-yo at one point, right? He's like, this is how you walk the dog. And as he's, like, pulling it back into his hand, the mechanism for the button goes off because, you know, those things are finicky. And the blades just pop out, gets back into his hand, and he just immediately goes, yeah. oh, I am in extreme pain. Get me to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I need to I need to talk about this now. It feels like a lot of these games that Yami's having people play uh, are not fucking games at all. In the slightest. Well, this one, given that it's unchanged from the manga, is uh a little more forgivable. Because, like, these people really don't deserve 
here's the game don't fall off the roof all right cool i punched some holes in the roof fall see you later that's not really a game though okay but it's i think in the manga they explain the game a little better as like don't fall off the roof and try to catch me and the entire time he's like poking holes in it so it's like can't get fucked yeah D- toy very clearly did not have the budget to animate him actively running across the roof continually punching holes in in this rusted piece of shit yeah that's why he just punched a bunch of holes at once when he just did a fucking he, did, he just storm. did the spin spin, spin. I will say there's one there's one moment that we kind of just glossed over and uh, I was losing my shit pogging because it was really good. When the yo-yo h- bounces off of Yugi's Millennium Puzzle and then hits oh, yeah. the dude in the face and Smacks scratches him. him. <laughs> yeah. And he was like, what, what the heck? <laughs> I got hurt in this fight? <laughs> the literal power of friendship intervened to cut this man's cheek. I like that uh, the leader of the group didn't get to like actually get on the roof with them. Joey just jumps in and the motherfucker just throws a glass at his face. Yeah. By the way, fun fact, uh, Hiratani shows up in the English version of the Dungeon Dice Monsters game, uh, and he is in that game known as Diesel Kane, a reference to the West Side Story character Diesel. So that's your that's your fun fact. Fucking oh. Christ. There's a lot of manga characters in the Dungeon Dice Monsters game. Yeah. Um... Especially one we get to see, uh... In the next set of episodes, we get to watch. Oh, the next episode. It's uh, a... The next episode. The next set when we do the next recording session. That's going to be uh, interesting. Uh, I actually got a DM from uh, from a fan who was mentioning that the Dungeon Dice Monsters game has a lot of manga characters that are, uh, quote, localized names. So let me, let me see here. Like, like Miho's just Ribbon. Imagine having one chance at life. Your parents name you Diesel or Ribbon. <laughs> or Carl. Yeah, fuck Carl. Fucking losers. <laughs> that bitch from Aquatine. Hey, fuck him. I'm glad that I'm glad that we're great friends, Bio, and you would never say anything mean or insulting to me. <laughs> Something I can't control, Bio. I'm yeah, really I know, right? about that. Episode ten. Imagine liking Kingdom Hearts, you fucking loser. <laughs> Gee, thanks. Episode 10. Same though. <laughs> Episode ten. I love you, Carl. I hope you know that. Let me see those piggy wig. Can we not? Can we not do this in the middle of class? Oh. I can't believe that this is the, actually the one where they do the puzzle. Yeah, I'm shocked Chono Sensei stayed around, considering that they bumped Miho up to a regular. I decided to look it up, by the way, and the the rooftop thing with the yo-yo is not even listed as a shadow game. It's well, yeah. literally yeah, it's just, just Yami being like, like "Fuck you game, guys!" Fall. Like, Why don't we play a normal ass game? <laughs> hey guys. Sometimes, sometimes I'm just tired of throwing knives into people and fucking hanging people out of like imaginary nooses. I think this time I just want to watch you guys fall through a roof. It'll be funny. Sometimes I just want to watch an episode of Jackass. What? Sometimes you just want to be a bad bitch. Season zero, episode 10. I have so much to say about this episode. I'm proud that I called exactly the change for this episode. They cut cardboard out of her own fucking chapter. Well, yeah, because in her own fucking chapter, she shows up once, says no thanks, and then is gone. She doesn't manipulate him continuously throughout the entire manga. She is such a nothing character that she gets cut out of her own fucking 
plot line of the week. <laughs> yeah. Really? It's, it's fucking wild. Yeah, this is the story where Miho debuts in the manga. And she's only in this chapter. <laughs> Yikes. This is where Tristan tries to like give her the, the puzzle to tell her how he feels. And then the teacher confiscates it and starts putting it together in front of the class. <laughs> and instead of doing a whole big shadow game thing, uh, Yami just shows up in Yugi and just goes, Sinner, you must repent. And her face just starts falling apart before she could finish the message. And she just runs out of the room crying. Really? Oh, interesting. Yami kind of just shows up and goes, Honda put his heart into that puzzle. I'll show people what your heart truly looks like. And then the makeup cracks off of her face and she looks fucking gross to reflect who she is inside, which is uh, <clears throat> fucking gross to use technical terms. Yeah, um, it's wild how she's so much yeah, worse no, in this so in the manga. Yeah, it's so fucking awful. Uh, in, in the manga, when they reveal her, her true face, she just looks like an evil bastard. Like... She she looks like a fucking a fucking cackling witch. Yeah, here. Almost. She just looks like an evil bastard. She just looks constantly pissed the fuck off. In in this, in the fucking anime version, they're like, nah, you're an old hag now. Also, we're gonna have you keep re-fucking-peering <laughs> as a gag. Yeah, Gruntelda, let's go. Yeah, that's, okay, that's what I was gonna ask next, is like, why did she show up again? Be because she's still a teacher at the school, I guess, even though the manga, it's like one and done and she's never heard from again. Frankly, I prefer that. Fuck this bitch. I guess they just wanted some continuity in it. Yeah. Like, like they spent time on the character model and shit. I appreciate the little continuity of having her show back up and making her into a gag character. That's funny. Also, um... But, like, it's just weird that, like, what, her eternal punishment is that she can't wear makeup? No, that the makeup will always peel off quickly to reveal her true self. Yeah, the, like, the, 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 like <laughs> I just, it just seems weird that, like, one person, like, has freaking watches that are grown into him from, like, every single orifice, and then, like, the other, so her, <laughs> other person just, like... Her I'm eternal sorry, punishment is more, she will never be able to hide her true face, her true inner appearance, which is this sadistic, cackling, evil bitch. In, in the manga, some of the students literally call her the Wicked Witch of Expulsion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she is outright, in the manga, a sadist. She gains pl outright pleasure from humili hum ah, humiliating children. Like, in, in the manga, the chapter yeah. is literally just... They, they put this little love puzzle in the girl's desk... She's like, ooh, all right, well, I'm going to I'm going to put this together up at the front and I'm going to read the message out loud to everyone and humiliate you because that's everything she loves in life. The thing was that she was like, oh, well, when I finish the puzzle, I'll find out who sent you this. And when I find out who it is, they're going to be expelled. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why Yami stepped in and was like, don't be such a bitch. Not to mention that the initial reason she found the puzzle was a surprise desk inspection. Yeah. For literally mm -hmm. no fucking reason. Because fuck this bitch. Uh, well, I'm glad that she starts off the episode throwing out a student a piece yeah, of a student's property. Yeah. Just like, you own this? Well, I'm stealing it and confiscating it. Anyway, it goes in the garbage now. If a teacher did that to something of mine, I would punch um, him. There would be hell to pay. Yeah. Especially because uh, it being a teacher and me being a student, it, that means they would have wasted my parents' money, and that means my mother would have raised hell. Yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> I will go ahead and say this now. 
the way I the way I take notes in my in my little fucking notepad thing, I write something and then hit enter to make a new line and write another note, right? I I dedicated yeah. 20 yep. lines reacting to finding out that they cut cardboard out of her own fucking story. That's funny <laughs> as fuck. That's really funny. Uh, it it ended with me going the most useless, inconsequential, nothing character added purely for having another fucking female character cardboard through and fucking through. Shibuya cannot deny this anymore. Yeah, listen, the first six, there there was a potential argument here. No, 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 no. Welcome to the team. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I don't want a shirt. I just want her gone. The first Millennium Microphone merchandise. Cardboard Smormu. Go to millmike.shop. Please, we we do not do not imply that we have merch, idiots. Don't fucking give them hope for something that I can't fucking do. Go to millmike.shop and get your We Hate Miho shirts. I'd be willing to fucking put that if design you up merch, on Red type, That'd be funny. Where is it at, Shibuya, in the comments? If you guys want We Hate Miho shirts... <laughs> Uh, <laughs> reply, reply in the comments down below, and I'll think about it because that would require commissioning some art from Shora here. Here's a really good one, uh, fucking, uh, you know how in anime they have the shots of like the girl like putting her fist on her head and sticking a tongue out and doing a wink? Yeah. Just Miho doing that, and next to it, it's like the Who's That Pokemon, but it just says Who. <laughs> Not even because that pose would be cute. See, I was I was just thinking for the for a fucking shirt design, all we do is I draw a cardboard box, I put the Miho hair on it, and we just write all my homies hate cardboard. Oh my fucking god. You're <laughs> making Shibuya do too much work. No, I mean th this is all potential stuff. So like I'm not obligated to do anything about it yet. If there's demand, I might consider doing a limited run of shirts or something. It would be very funny. It's it's something we could we could think about, but obviously you know. Anyway, fucking um. So 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 this uh, this bitch, Mrs. Chono, she she obviously browses r slash child free. Yeah. R what is that? That sounds scary. What is that? Child free. Child free is a subreddit is. for people who do not is. want to have children <laughs> and vehemently hate children. Oh, what? Yeah, why is that a thing? Some people. I don't, like, like, I get, like, you don't want to have children, but, like... I get disliking kids. Why are you mad at other people? Yeah, like, I don't like kids. I I get being uncomfortable around kids. Bio, what? Bio, you have two children. What do you mean you don't like kids? I love my children. I do not like other people's kids. Bio, I don't know if you should be raising those children if you hate children. But, like... <laughs> But, like, I'll see that all the time of, like, people, like, hit, like mad at other people that they had kids. And it's, like... It's really weird. Yeah. yeah it's, that's a little weird. There was some, some Twitter thing that was going around this week, I think, that I saw where, like, people were just, like, yeah, I hate kids. Like, let's let's figure out a... It was, that's what it was. It was. Let's figure out oh, a slur for kids. And I was, like... Jesus what? Christ. What? <laughs> like, what like what, Why do you think that's okay? <laughs> Excuse yeah. me? Very bizarre. I think we already have one. I think child is good enough <laughs> if you say it with enough vitriol. I, I can't wait for for the hit new slur everyone's talking about. Tyke. 
That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> That's a little too close to something else for comfort. We're not going to say that again in case we accidentally say the other one that is a slur. Oh, I swear to God with you people. <laughs> I was like, yeah, that's the exact one because it sounds like a far worse word. I love that we have the same brain. All right, gang, I had the idea of doing the ad break in the middle of the episode, so we're going to do the ad break in the middle of the episode. <laughs> Fuck this. We're cutting this off before it becomes worse. <sighs> oh, man. So if you guys didn't know, we actually have a Twitter, uh, twitter.com slash Millennium Mike. You'll see it on screen right now. I post the episode previews up there. I post memes on occasion up there. Uh, there are updates for when we delay the podcast for whatever reason, like when we delayed for a week to take July 4th off. I posted there. So if you want updates or if you just want funny shit or if you just want, go to twitter.com slash Millennium Mike. <laughs> you just desire. Yeah. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on YouTube. Follow us, or I'll break into your house and we'll do a yummy no game. I'm already in your walls. Mm-hmm. Follow us, oh. but not in a weird way. That'd be fucking weird. If you see me on the street, I don't know you. Don't follow me. This was the danger of doing the ad read live is that you guys would have shit. To <laughs> with. All right. On top of that, we also have our Patreon, patreon.com slash Millennium Mike. You're going to see it on screen right now. We have tiers, tiers for things that you can get out of it. We have goals, goals for watching more Yu-Gi-Oh! As of right now, I believe we're still at the 5Ds goal. So if you want us to watch Zexel, Zeal, I don't fucking know, I don't fucking care. Zeal. And potentially ArcV in the future, and more. Consider heading over there for as little as five bucks a month. You can support us. You can get some stuff like our commentary tracks on the two movies that we've already seen. You can get notes that we've written on past episodes, or in my case, my notes for the entirety of Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Monsters. And you can get some other sweet bonuses like stream bots in the past. So, uh... Yeah, we gotta, we gotta do, uh... We gotta do the, uh... Duel streams and stuff. Teach Buyer how to play the Duel Monsters thing. Do you guys know do that it's not pronounced triple X holic? You know that the X's are all silent. It's just called holic. It's not really? cross 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 holic. It's fucked up. Hey, hey, what does that have to do with Yu Gi Oh? We're in the middle of our own ad read. <laughs> well, you, you said uh, you said you were talking about Zeal and how and Zexel. And you're like, I don't know which one. And it's like, oh, the silent Z. Oh, the silent Z. The silent X. The rather. silent Z. It's Axel. You're right. Thank you for correcting me. Axel. <laughs> Speaking of like that, that uh, like similar. You know, like your brain connects things. I'm getting, te- I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get tested for ADHD soon. <laughs> All right, moving on. Don't forget about our merchandise at millmike.shop. No, fuck that. We're still talking about our patrons, motherfucker. Uh, speaking of patrons, we have a couple of very high tiers uh, that are much appreciated. So we give them bonuses, like showing up on screen right now, just like our blue eyes white dragons, our twenty-five dollar tier. All wow, these lovely people on screen have supported us. And we appreciate it. Speaking of people who've supported us, our $50 tier, our Forbidden Ones, you actually get your names set out. So I'm going to say them right now. Thank you so much to Bill Sanchez and Teletrain4. Thanks, Bill. Yeah? That sounded sarcastic, but actually, thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, what's Bill, the tone Bill. of that? Bill's the MVP. He's a $20 patron on Dipships. Holy shit. Yeah. Shout out to Bill. 
and our god cards. I love you, Bill. Thank you very much to Dimitri Gonzalez and Safi Ravenhurst. Editing Shibuya here. Patreon fucked up the god cards a little bit and didn't show all of them. So uh, thank you also to Shiny Mew. Just making sure that's out there. We do appreciate the support. Wait, what, a god, what, is, what is the god cards here? Is that higher than the 50? Yes, god cards are 100. There's only three slots for those. But do Ooh. not feel like you have to support us. Your support from listening and from sharing the podcast with friends is already a lot. Thank you so much, yeah. Do not become a patron if you are not financially stable. Also, if you uh, do still want to support us, but you can't do it at a higher tier that you're at, just bump your tier down yeah. like, a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, you're not, you're not, we're not going to hate you. Do not feel shame <laughs> if you cannot afford to support us on a given month or if you have to cut your tier back. There is no shame in bumping down and there's no shame in cutting it off because you can't afford it. It's understandable. We live yeah. in a hell world. Yeah, we live in a society and that's a lot to deal with, so... If dealing with that takes up all of your funds for the month, do not fucking worry right, about Joaquin it, Chief. Joaquin Phoenix, calm down. I saw three different I'm Jokers thinking. yesterday. Correct. It was fucked up. <laughs> I, but I also saw four Dante Devil May Cries, so it was okay. For reference, I went to a con for the first time since 2019. No. Wait, and you just skipped out on the one that I invited you to? I see how it is. This was a local one. Yeah. I'm sorry. I see how it is. I'm sorry. I'm just saying, fans of the Millennium Microphone, we've already got we've already got ML. We just need another M. So you tell uh, five friends, and they'll tell five friends. What? No. No. You're not getting them into a Millennium Pyramid scheme. <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck that. A Millennium Multi-Level Marketing Scheme. <laughs> And if you sign up, if you sign up for the fifty dollars tier, you'll get your own mill Millennium coin. level marketing. <laughs> I'm gonna have a stroke before Millennium I do that. I'm gonna cut LLC. us to the dip chips ad, and hopefully by the time we get back, we'll be done with this bullshit. <laughs> enjoy boating how about listening to three friends tell stories and talk about their weeks then i've got just the podcast for you dip ships the legitimate boating podcast every week carl jordan and pm get together and tell the favorite stories and recap what's been going on in their lives and talking about boating too i guess check us out on youtube spotify apple podcasts google podcasts amazon music and podbean and we'll see you on the nautical mile And then it cuts to the dipships ad, and then I don't have to worry about that. I'm just saying, Shabu, these Ooh. are some of our best bits yet. This is, I think doing the ad read live is the play. It is. That was Absolutely. fun. This is, this is genuinely kind of funny, but also kind of crackheaded, and I think that's the energy we need to keep people in for the ad read. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Moving on. So I, I liked the part where Taya pulls Yugi aside. And it's just like, so what do you think Joey likes? And he's just like, he'd like lewd videos. <laughs> Onlyfans.com. Yeah, yeah, he, he kind of did just out him like that. And like, oh, all right, well, what else, Yuki? And he's like, hmm, well, Joey loves games. So you should go buy games at my grandpa's shop. You should go buy some board games for Joey. My grandpa's shop, game. 
grandpa.shop and go and look for some merchandise. <laughs> Shop and get yourself some Solomon Moto merchandise. God. Yuki just looks at fucking Taya like, you should buy this Millennium Microphone merchandise right here, right now. This is an official manga panel. The Listen, listen, if we ever made merch, I would show that shit hard as fuck. Because I would have to Let make you. the merch look immaculate before I approved it. I, I would need to put my whole... No, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say <laughs> it. Yeah? No, go for it. What's up? What's put your up? whole pussy in it. Okay, well, somebody said it. It wasn't me. That's good. <laughs> I have the perfect marketing What's scheme up, for you. If Like, if we ever do merch. If you do another MLM joke, I'm leaving the call. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> Millennium level marketing, guys. No. No, no. If we ever do merch, here's what you do. You have to go on Twitter, right? You get me to make okay. a, a, like, to take a fucking page from the manga and just redo all the text, right? So that Yugi is just, that, like, yeah. talking to Taya, and he's like, Yeah, I just bought this awesome t-shirt from MillenniumMike.shop. And then you just post it on Twitter, like, Yo, they actually said this in the manga? That would be kind of funny, I'll admit. You get people in, and they're like, what? And then they're like, oh. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would be kind of sick, actually. So, I don't... I don't like this teacher. Nobody does. I hate her, yeah. Yeah. She is a piece of shit. She's awful. It's not, it's not because she hates children. It's not because she's throwing out people's property. It's not because she's just a vile person altogether. It is because, bitch, you don't know how long it's gonna take to replace that mirror you just fucking broke. <laughs> and you just ruined a janitor's day. They're gonna walk in there and see broken fucking glass all over the goddamn place. Oh, and yeah. a thrown fucking garbage can with shit everywhere. Carl's just got a personal vendetta. You you just ruined someone's entire fucking work day. Carl, has yeah. this happened to you? Yes, oh, it's a yeah. high school. I believe it. And they would, and they would be the ones that would call and be like, oh, "There's some broken glass in here. Can you get? Do you guys clean? What? Like, when do you guys come through here?" I was just, "Hey, yeah. do you guys yeah. do your fucking jobs?" And I go, "Yeah, more than you fucking." I do. was just in the bathroom, yep, yep, and there's yep, a broken yep, yep, yep. mirror, and you know for a fact that you were just in that bathroom cleaning it. You had just finished it like not five minutes ago. My favorite one that I got was a teacher called me down one time and was like, there's a flood in the bathroom. You need to come fix it. You need like a toilet, like a, a plunger and you need the mop and you need like the whole, like maybe a vacuum to suck it up. It was the smallest little fucking puddle <laughs> of water on the floor. And I was like, did you forget there's a drain in here? All I really needed was the mop. There's nothing clogged. There's, there's no problems here. <laughs> not, you oh, made me rush down here in a fucking panic for no fucking reason. Anyway. That's kind of funny, though. Just the overreaction of it. Anyway, uh, this, I hate this nasty bitch. I'll kill her! I'll fucking kill her! Anyway. Do you still have the sound on your soundboard? Because I think now's a good time. Oh, uh, hold on. Yes! Thank you. <laughs> One of the best things Millennium Mike has ever produced is that bit right there. What is this one? <laughs> All right. Spellborp, let's go! yeah. Hey, 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 good, funny idea. Funny idea for a meme post on the Mill Mike Twitter. The Bulborp video. But it's me, how? 
and then every so often, it's just actual pictures of a cardboard box. (laughs) (laughs) Like, it just randomly cuts between them. Shibuya. That's a pretty good idea. If we ever go to a con... I'm gonna have to make that now. If we ever go as a group to a convention, like... (gasps) Could we go to a con? I would That'd love be that. so fun. We could do a Millennium Mike meetup. That'd be fun. A Mill Mike panel hey, would hey, be funny as hell. If honestly. we get, if we get popular enough, we could do a Mill Mike panel. Yeah, just That'd record a live episode. Fucking, I'll pull some strings. Oh. Yeah, I'm just saying. I will. I will. I don't think I'll be able to pull. Some I will strings. fucking get a cardboard <laughs> box. I will get a blue wig with a red ribbon, and I will just bring it to the convention. Put it on the table and be like, "Here's cardboard." Your favorite character. Here's everyone's <laughs> favorite Millennium Microphone Our character. mascot, Cardboard. Don't, no. We added her. No. Okay. She contributes Listen. so much. She's been on the podcast since the start. You all know her. You voted and we hated it. It's Cardboard. <laughs> no, the funniest, the, I think the funniest thing would be three of us walk out and we set the box down. And someone in the audience says, like, who's the box? And we just have Bio's voice coming from the speaker in the box. Yeah, Bio's, like, <laughs> like either behind the stage or in another room with a mic. And it's like, hey, guys, it's me. What's up? No, here's... <laughs> hey, everyone, they trapped me inside here's the thing. Here. If we did a panel... If we did a panel where we had, like, a Q&A session at the end, I would outright just make sure to make a mention in the like, to everybody before they ask questions and shit to be like, yeah, you can ask any of us a question, including our extra mascot character... Anyone at this table looks at the cardboard box. Go ahead. If we're going to do the funny bit, if we're going to do the funny bit of a cardboard box, I think we need a photo of Bio's guy taped to the inside. And when you carry out the cardboard box, they only see it from the front. And when someone goes, where's Bio? Uh, Like one of us nudges somebody else and we go, oh, right, shit. And then we tilt the box forward so they see inside and it's Bio's photo. (laughs) Guys, help. They help trapped me. me in here. Guys, guys, help. Please. Please. Oh, Stark. <laughs> so anyway, for someone who, uh, for someone who's a stickler for the rules, uh, she sure does like breaking every fucking rule imaginable. She sure does. You can't, well, you can't have this puzzle in the classroom. It'll distract you from your learning. As a matter of fact, I'm going to stop teaching all of you little bastards and just start putting this puzzle together. Because that's a smart thing to do. You love to see a hypocrite. Let's fucking go. I'm just going to vandalize some of the stuff on school property because there's no, there's no rules against that. I'm going to hire these other students to bully you and beat the shit out of you because that's what a good teacher who respects the rules would do. Them stretching this this whole thing out was the stupidest thing they could have done because it sucks. This is the one story I think that suffers the most from being stretched. It, yeah, it suffers yeah. a bit from being stressed. There are there are parts of this episode that I like, like the um them changing the whole fucking dynamic of uh, Tristan having a crush on a girl to a girl having a crush on Jonochi. I really like that because it's really fucking cute. I, I think it's really fucking cute that there would be a, a side character who looks at Joey and be like, he's really cute. I want I, I want his dick. Also, like, this bitch walks up <laughs> oh, to him and is just like, oh, what's this, Jonochi? He's like, I don't know. It was just in there. Oh, don't lie to me. What is this thing you've got here? I oh, literally don't know. Bitch, I just got here. Yeah, I don't fucking I know. Literally, I, I, I literally, like, you heard my reaction of pulling it out of my desk and going, what is this? 
I don't know what it is. You don't have to lie to me. I will teach you. I'll open it and see what it is. All right. I don't give a shit. Look at how you score making your seat. I literally don't give a shit. I don't know Ms. what Chono, it is. Miss Chono, do you have brain damage? Is there a gas leak in here? <laughs> Yeah, if I was him, I would have stood up and put my hands on his shoulder and just went, I can't believe that they would be so brave. My teacher in Christ, I don't fucking know what's in that box. No, 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 no. I would go, I can't believe they'd be so brave as to give someone with such a debilitating mental illness a job. Fucking Christ. I'm so, I'm so proud of them for being so forward and Holy so, like, I really supportive. love this school and their equal opportunity hiring practice. Jesus. And I would have just walked out of the room after that. Just like a single tear rolling down my cheek. Like, good luck. I, I, will I say, know that you'll make it through the day. I will say that I think one of the strongest potential changes that they, they went with is that because it's the girls and not the guys, so they can't do the bit where they're all like, it was me who put the puzzle in her desk. No, it was me. Is that it's only Anzu who's taking the fall for this. But that meeting, like, motivated her to try and actually get the rules changed because it ties back to her part-time job thing. Yeah. I think that's maybe the smartest way they could have gone about doing it. Yeah, there's a lot of times where they have really good callbacks to things that have happened. Yeah. Like when they have her reappear again for no reason. Well, she's, wait, a, she's teacher a teacher in school. school. She didn't die in the game, so I mean... Okay, 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 oh wait, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> sound a little better there bio what's wrong i don't know what you're talking about so yeah yami yami of course shows up because he uh, yugi hears oh she put the students who ripped up Taya's signature thing up to doing it and he does the funny game of i'm gonna throw this mirror in the air and shatter it and then you gotta put the pieces back together but you're blindfolded and of course she slips the blindfold off and finishes it and yami goes you fool this is my trap all along. Yeah. The, Tartar, the door to darkness has opened. And then she looks like Grantilda from Banjo-Kazooie. It's very funny. Yeah, uh, I, I love the effect of her face turning into puzzle pieces. It's really good. It's I'm so mm -hmm. glad that they kept that. Loved it in the manga, loved it more here. It's it was, really fucking yeah. so good. I Honestly, I really like the way they changed the actual like shadow, like made it an actual shadow game this time. Like, yeah. this was... There were, there were neat elements to this episode, because in the manga, Yugi yeah, is just definitely. sitting at his seat. He does not give her a chance to have a game. He is just like, you are a cunt. Die. Well, to be fair, she is a cunt. Yes. So, like, <laughs> she doesn't really deserve a chance. Yes. Granted, most of the people that he puts through Shadow Games don't really deserve a chance. But I, I like the small touch of the game involving a mirror this time and not just a puzzle. Because then when it cuts back to Yami, his reflection in the mirror is just Yugi. It's really it's good. Really good. <sighs> yeah, not a not a great episode, but it was it was fine. I'd, I'd give it like a six out of ten if I had to rate objectively. This next not episode, bad, though, I feel like it would have worked better if it was like if it was just the stories themselves split into two halves of an episode. You know, like how some American shows will do it. Like oh, they have yeah, two like, things. like yeah. A, a manga chapter is the 12 minutes, and then the next set is is just a is another chapter. Yeah, yeah, I could see that. I feel like that would work a little better, but I could see how uh, that wouldn't have been a viable thing for them to do in the 90s or whatever in Japan, because that's not like the thought process they had while making anime. Yeah. 
Season zero, episode eleven. Episode eleven. So I'm just gonna I'm I'm just gonna go ahead and start by saying this episode infuriated me. It is a negative ten. All right. So my most important <laughs> but it had note. But some monsters. My most important note for this episode. I'm gonna insert the video of that one vine on screen while I say so. No Mokuba. Toss my phone on the ground, fucking slam on a skateboard and break it in half. Manga, this episode is a po- is all about Mokuba. It's Mokuba's first appearance. Uh, yeah, okay, Mokuba okay. shows up as a little shit kid who has all the money in the world to spend on capsule monsters and just goes, you beat my big brother. That means I gotta beat your ass now. And instead... And- that would have been Instead, good. they not okay, only bring in an anime original character, they decide let's make it all revolve around fucking cardboard! <laughs> yeah, my first notes were like, oh shit, it's Capsule Monsters, it's Duke right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh. Yeah. And it's like, oh, never mind, it's about a college student trying to bang a high schooler who's much younger than him. Also, this man looks like he's 50 years old. If they do this again, I'll skip the episode. And I was like, oh, wait, Yugi knows this guy. Of course he does, because they're capsule monster friends. Hey, to be fair, there's a point in this episode where Yugi's like, good God, I hate that I'm friends with this fucker. And it like, I get it. Sometimes you make a friend and then you regret it. Now, 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 no children out there. Listen, I have a bit of life advice for you. Here's some calamity life advice. Listen, this is very important. If you know anyone, if you know anybody, any motherfucker who has a secret base in an abandoned warehouse, do not trust them. They cannot be trusted. They're up to no good. They're they've probably killed before and will again. Okay. Well, wait. Hey, now, wait. Why are we? Why are we? Why? No, that's fine. I have one of those. What? What? What do you keep in there? But bio. Are you pulling a Dexter? Bodies? Bio, what do you keep in there? I do. That is a good show. Yeah. Bio, answer the question. What do you keep my, in your secret warehouse? Um, my my Yu-Gi-Oh collectibles. Yeah, which ones? Because I love the show. Yeah, yeah. Name four of them. The the blue, the blue eyes white dragon, and the <laughs> and the um the wolf. His secret collection of time wizards. <laughs> oh my god, Bio, your secret. <laughs> yeah, time wizard. I love time wizard. <laughs> He has a life-size time right. wizard statue. Bio. How many bodies are there, Bio? Bio, cough twice if someone is holding you captive and making you say this right now. I don't... <coughs> I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay. Holds the gun up to Bio's back. Keep going, Bio. <laughs> Record the funny podcast, Bio Roxas. <laughs> So this episode, let me just let me let me just get this shit out right now. In the manga, Mokuba Kaiba shows up when Yugi decides while walking home one day to pop by a little gachapon thing. Uh none of the none of the main crew are in the chapter. It's just Yugi finds a gachapon machine. He learns a little bit about capsule monsters. He's like, "Oh yeah, this sounds like fun." Mokuba Kaiba shows up, buys the entire fucking machine, challenges Yugi, Plot twist, he rigged the whole thing, of course. Uh, they then proceed to play the game that Yugi plays later on in the episode, down to the exact events that happen. Yeah, It is really cool in the manga, and Yugi's team is full of little scrunko dudes that I love. It's a really fucking good chapter, and it serves as Mokuba Kaiba's 
introduction. His first fucking appearance. It's meant to be where we meet him, and the fact that we don't meet him in the anime makes me very afraid for how... Not only how he's going to get introduced, but whether he gets introduced. And it even goes to show mm. that Mokuba has his own interests and own fucking things to do. Because he's actually, like, he's known in the manga as being really good at capsule monsters. <sighs> this, the, the whole bit with cardboard that I've been running, I... I just found it funny because she's an inconsequential character that just doesn't matter to me ultimately. This made me actually hate her. Because some fucking director or behind-the-scenes dude decided, oh yeah, no, we have to do something with this inconsequential character that we shoved into the anime for no fucking reason. Why not ruin an entire character's introduction with an anime original filler character, shove her into the plot line with nothing of worth happening. They even fucking take away Mokuba's shadow penalty game, where he gets trapped in a giant capsule that only he can see. They gave it to this fucking freak. Yeah, at, at first I was like, alright, Miho finally gets to fucking do something for once and have something go on and now that i know that this was supposed to be the mokuba episode it's like well yeah she should have probably died in a fire like years ago yeah here's here's the thing miho got one moment in this episode that i appreciated even despite them removing mokuba entirely and that's when the weird fucking dude tries to force yugi to go along with the scheme and then she beats his ass in the middle of the street for being a weird fucking stalker yeah, that was. I clapped. That was, and that was it. That was an okay Everything moment. after that, fuck that. But like everything after that was just. You don't deserve to be here. You have no right to be here. You. <sighs> Translator's note: Orashibe's name means child. Worse, even worse. Uh, also, did you know? Also, time to time to pay off the thing I was talking about earlier. So Shibuya. Yeah, what's up? Midway through this episode, when I stopped paying attention because I just did not care. Understandable. Uh, I I popped onto eBay because I was like, man, I would kill for actual capsule monsters. Do those exist? I remember there being a capsule monster board game. How much was that again? Uh, $3,500. Did you find it sealed or is this like just a complete set? Uh, for the base game. I think it was a sealed copy. What the fuck? I then tried to look on on uh, Thingiverse for like any STL files so that I could just print my own little little capsule monster. No. Nope. Yeah. But I might fuck around and buy Capsule Monster Coliseum at some point because that game's only like twenty bucks. It's a PS2 game. It's a fun one. It has actual Yu-Gi-Oh characters in it. I'll I'll tell you right now. Ever since I got my PS2 working with an HDMI setup, uh. I bought Duelist of the Roses, finally. Hell yeah, we need to do that as a, as a Milmec stream at some point. That sounds like fun. I don't know whether I can actually stream it with my current capture card, but, I mean, uh, if you if you own a copy of it, there's literally no moral quandary, so... Well, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I don't know how it runs, but, like... It should run. Also, my internet's not in any good shape to stream yet, so... That's fair. We'll see. Oh, really? Yeah, it's it's been a nightmare for the past ever since we swapped uh, off of AT&T. It fucking sucks. Ugh. Ah. Yeah. So... Fuck it. Did you switch to Spectrum? 
Oh, it's, it's, infinity, it's, really. Yeah, it's bad. So yeah, um, if you can't tell, once we once we get to the end where we're asking, you know, uh, least favorite favorites, etc. Yeah, you 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 already know my least favorite game. Unfucking fortunately, they ruined it. They did not ruin it. It was okay. Fun. The thing is that the game is the only thing they left kind of unchanged. Yeah, but the entire like. It it loses. It's like if they made a game of this, if they had made this instead of Duel Monsters, I probably not. That's a lie. But it it seems fun. <laughs> they made a PS. They they made a Capsule Monster game, and they even made a PS2 Capsule. Oh Monster well, game. I mean like, like the chessboard with the, and you you get the yes, randomized. The, the PS2 version of it functions as like a chess game, sort of. It's it's the cool. little guys, and then you have the board, and they go around the board trying to beat each other. That sounds fun. I should pick that up. Yep. Okay. I hate, for, I hate that this man actually is just like, he's he is the definition of an incel. Damn. Yeah. Man-child is also a good fucking term for he, him. He doesn't, he doesn't get what he wants, so he falls over on his back and starts flailing around going, ah, ah. It's like, that's, no, <laughs> that's weird. Let's not forget he was a freak who made a life-size capsule for his, quote, capsule monster <laughs> yeah. queen, unquote, uh, yeah. who was a high schooler <sighs> who just that happened was... to be walking <sighs> by and yeah. actually doesn't really like the thing that you thought that she liked, so mm -hmm. she doesn't. She also doesn't fucking like you because she beat your ass in the middle of the street. What well, part of this don't you understand? This is why women are afraid to walk around past a certain point in the day on, on yep. their own. Uh, mm -hmm. Fucking die. It's all right. He gave them all raw water. That means he's rich, like the rich folks. You know, raw water that you get straight from the lake. Yeah, the raw water thing was uh, concerning. The fucking despise people. I also fucking despise that this bitch got like Stockholm syndrome or some shit, so now she loves capsule monsters. She's like, yeah, now I'm getting into capsule monsters because I beat that guy, but I didn't because I was knocked out. I hate me, huh? This is the episode that makes me hate me, huh? I fucking ill. It's all right. Yami did a sick ass play of getting all that guy's monsters lined up and then using a special ability that came out of nowhere to just fucking one shot them all. I mean, that is the same in the manga. That ability is the it's only like, thing that saves him in the manga also. It's like, hell yeah. I still love it. I don't care if it's an ass pull. That's fucking cool. The funny little bird is always sick. Funny little bird's great. I also, I love the most that uh, TV Nihon did not, as a matter of fact, do the translator note until the end of the episode where he's crying while he's stuck inside of the capsule. And I'm like, you guys really, you were like, no, 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 we won't say it until the very end to really put the fucking hammer to the nail head, just to slam it in. Anyway, this was a waste of an episode. Yeah, what? I wish I could take those 23 minutes of my life back. I didn't think it was that bad. It, well, it, it kind of is. Pretty bad. <laughs> the, Bile, the only good thing is the fucking shadow game. That's the only good part of this. So good news, everyone. I decided to look it up. We won't get to see Mokubo Kaiba for the first time until episode 19. Oh, but he's there. Nice. We're almost there. <sighs> it, Shora. Yeah. Did they move his introduction to the middle of death tea? No, not <laughs> technically. 
not technically is not good enough. He shows up for a brief cameo in an episode titled The Grand Melee Popularity Contest, of which the thumbnail for it on the wiki is a picture of cardboard in a swimsuit. Let's go. I'm gonna fucking throw myself in a lake. Don't do that when we can talk about Season Zero Episode 12! Season Zero Episode 12. Hello, everybody. This is Markiplier. This. Hello, everybody. My name is Markiplier. Today, I'm going to be doing Smasher Pass on Yu-Gi-Oh! characters. Uh, summon Skull Smash. This one's an anime original episode. It was pretty okay, I guess. Um, Nagito Kamida. There we go. There's the joke. I, I also wrote the same thing. I'm glad somebody else had the brain <laughs> <laughs> literally it's still really funny because yugi is voiced by nagito's voice actor in this <laughs> very funny also this this one is an anime original it's just adapted from a manga story to be different is it i don't remember this being a manga chapter joey goes through the game show yeah i don't remember okay i guess it's just oh, right, it's, the lucky ri- it's the rigged game show manga chapter oh i oh, wow. wait wait it was rigged i thought he was lucky and this, it, it's that, but in the manga, it's that it was rigged. In, in oh, the manga, okay. the point is that they rig it so that nobody can ever win the grand prize. Okay, they change it up so that this gotcha. character could be a reoccurring villain for Kaiba later. Gotcha. Because it's it's fairly obvious when you look at it that, you know, he is, he is setting up, like, game masters for his death tea. Like. Yes. Okay, I'm... Yeah, he's just, I was I was like, oh, all right, so the show's rigged and he's in on it. And then it's like, oh, no, it's not that at all. This guy's actually just the luckiest son of a bitch on the planet. To, to the point where it's like, this isn't like you were born lucky. This is you were born with a superpower. Yeah, right. And then he lost it. And then he wasted it on a freaking stupid game show. Like, who does hey. that? Who's like, man, I'm so lucky. Let me just go beyond the prices right and win every time so, hey, okay uh, but I like mean, if you could extort a game show to to make enough money yeah. to get by and then some would you not that's true that's a good point so hey shibuya What's up? you remember how in our first season zero episode uh we had a brief moment where we were talking about like what chapters are they going to adapt and what chapters are they not going to adapt are they going to adapt that creep are they going to adapt that creep remember yeah uh yeah I'm I'm on the no. page that has like the episodes and they have thumbnails for each one. Please enjoy what we have to look forward to immediately. <gasps> I'm I gonna be I, I, ill. I sent it to Shibuya in a DM. My brother, okay. I am like... ill. That way we Fucking... don't spoil everybody. Why is that the first one we start next session? Ugh. <laughs> Oh, you'll understand when we get there. Don't fucking worry, Bio. You won't be laughing after you watch it. <laughs> oh, why couldn't they cut him out? I swear to God. <sighs> anyway, so uh, this this kid's super lucky. Um, I'm gonna be real with you. After that fucking Mokuba not episode, I I just completely fucking like lost brain power. I shut down. I, I basically didn't pay too much attention to this episode beyond an occasional note here and there of going like, oh, yo, that fucking face transition was great and uh, model gun. Huh. Yeah. The thing is that this episode was like pretty okay, all things considered. It was all right. Kid was a dick. That's basically it. Uh, also, 
All this fuss for a thousand dollars. Okay, but for real though, I could use a thousand dollars, should I? <laughs> That's entirely understandable, but like, given the state of uh, how how deep Joey's dad is in uh, all this, his debt can't just be a thousand dollars. I mean, a thousand dollars will still put a hefty chunk out of that debt, and it'll get fucking you know that's... like yakuza off your fucking back for a bit. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Um, I I also I expected the lucky kid to be like a weird foil for Yami at some point because yeah. that feels like a thing you could easily do when he brought up a game to the teacher, and then they just don't do anything with it. I I. I did like the kid's design, though. Like, this this lucky kid's design was not bad. He he seemed like he would be a pretty okay character at first, and then he was like, oh, I can't touch these kids. Ew, 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 r slash child free. And I was like, ah, okay. Yeah? Yeah? If I touch you, I might get unlucky. It's like, sure, dog. If Whatever I touch these children, I might get pregnant. So, so here's here's another, this is the episode that really got me with uh with cardboard. This is the one, cause it's like she she's sitting there looking at this fucking guy, just being like, "Oh man, but aren't you? Man, my name's Miho. I'm blood type AB, and I'm a Virgo. And what are your signs? What about you? Tell me about she yourself." She was thirsting after his dick, something fierce. And, and Honda's yeah, and Honda's just like I don't know what she sees in him, and I'm just like money. Yeah. Don't know how to tell you this, bud, but she's a gold digger. All she wants is the money. She's only using you for her own gain. She just cares about how much money you have. Get your head out of your ass and find someone better than this. Like, anytime someone's like, I have a bunch of money, she's just like, oh, wow, you do? My name's Miho. Who, how are you? Tell me about yourself. I like, have something jump to Jump off gain? a fucking building. God, we, God, this, ugh. Guys are Miho haters. I want to meet. Yes, because she's easily hateable. I, I want to meet whoever <laughs> in the production of this decided Miho needed to be a character and slapped them. Need another female. Oh, I'm sorry. I called her by a name. Cardboard. There we go. Balance restored. I, like, this dude's luck really does just get to fucking superpower levels. Just I flat mean, yeah. out. That's why we called him Komaeda. He literally yeah. also does the five bullets in a gun Russian roulette thing. Yep. That was actually pretty fucking raw. <laughs> Again, I don't know a fucking single Ding Dong Ron Paul, so. Uh, that is a that is a scene that it feels like Danganronpa may have stolen from this, frankly. Because this kid is a psycho and proves that he has, like, the ultimate luck by going, yeah, uh, we're doing this because I'm not going to die. I don't know if you, I'd say they stole it from this, because I feel like that's just a trope to prove how lucky a character is. Put them in a death-defying scenario where they have a, you know, like, near 100% chance of death and then they prove themselves wrong. I mean, that's fair, but also, as far as the media I've seen, th those are the only two instances where I've seen specifically character loads five bullets into a six-shooter and puts it to their temple and lives. Like, death-defying luck, yes, but that specific scenario. He just fucking stares at the camera and he goes, hey, Hunger Games, I'm still full. 
This ain't your mama's monologue. Jesus. So, uh, some children nearly die. Dude goes off. I I fucking dissociate for a while. Kaiba shows up, I guess. Yeah, he yeah. is oh, Kaiba's like oh, second commander. Oh, 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 Carl. Yeah. Do you have a joke about BJ's? <laughs> what? Brew house. Yeah. Or the or the sexual intercourse act. Because <laughs> at, at one point during the card selection, the guy chooses B and J, and I was like, Carl definitely made a joke about that. Did you not? Oh, I didn't actually. <laughs> What? <laughs> Come on! Oh, you have to be quick. Every that. time, literally every time, I'm like man, Carl's gonna make a joke about this. It's like, huh? What? What happened? <laughs> now, if it was HJ, I might have been like, "Yo, hand job in the back alley," but mm, okay, not this well, time. Whatever. It's fiction. We made it up. <laughs> um, the electric shock thing. Hey, quick question: Why would you televise that? Also, why is the Joker card like, minor? If you get a Joker card, you get all of the shocks all at once. Good I, luck. <laughs> like, I don't what? know how to. I don't know how to tell you. First off, that one wasn't televised. But second off, you don't know how Japanese game shows are. Japanese game shows are fucking wild, bio. Uh, to that degree, though. Normally, there's more fun with it. Bio. Japanese game shows are some of the most wild fucking West type of get shit that you will see. Oh, I know. Um, Shibuya, there was one by uh, uh, Gaki no Tsukai, the Batsu Games, where yeah. they were like, all right, you need to answer these questions correct, or we're going to move your partner's ass closer to your face and then end with it in your face. Yeah. Um. I, I have okay. seen so many Japanese game shows and they are always the funniest shit because like you can go from really mundane shit like certain items in this room are made of chocolate. Figure out which one. That's the one I'm most familiar with. Yeah, it's always funny. I love the gif of the dude biting the door handle uh, and then he, yeah. he pulls it off and it turns out it's chocolate and he just starts He's grinning like, yeah. like a maniac. Uh, but then you can get other really weird game shows like the one where they uh, <clears throat> they have a guy uh, I, I'm trying to remember the full context of this so they they have a game challenge that's a, 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 a stamina challenge I guess where a guy comes in and then they bring in another man who is flamboyantly gay and they're like he's gonna suck your dick straight man and you're what? gonna try not to come <laughs> what that's also, a real game japanese game shows do have like shock collars as things so they would absolutely televise someone getting electrocuted. That, that game is really funny because they go behind a curtain. All you can see is the straight dude's face and you can just hear. It's really hot in this room. I need, I need this episode. You can just, that's you, kind of funny as hell. Yeah, it's also really hot over here. So we're going to. I got to. Yeah, my wife's here. So I got to. All right. Gotta go. um, you leaving bio? Um. Yes. Except what's the. Wait, I can give my my things really quick. Okay. So. Least uh, favorite. Oh. Yeah. We'll skip ahead to that because I, I think this episode is pretty self-explanatory. We can go back to if we if we need to, the three of us. So, least favorite game? They ruined mm, Capmon. Shock memory game. Yeah, Shockman. Yep. For me, it's it's the duel because the dollhouse was fucking freaky. Um, favorite game? The mirror puzzle was really cool. The mirror thing? I like the... Yeah, the mirror puzzle was cool. I also like the, the capsule monster one. 
I fucking love the yo-yo. It's such a simple thing, but I, I love him just punching holes in the roof and then going by, and they all just die. Um, favorite jobber? Sheldon. Luck boy? Mm, the, uh, mm, the lucky kid, yeah. I also said Sheldon. I, he's, he's just funny. And then, did anybody not deserve what they got? Will didn't deserve getting beat up to be made into a shitty person. No, they deserved it. Everyone deserved to die. Cardboard doesn't deserve to be happy. Okay, my kid's mutton down. I gotta go. All right, bye guys. Bye. Thanks for having me. I'm so hey, sorry bye. I gotta pop out so fast. No, it's all good. Again. Well, this is like a two-hour podcast. We're about to finish anyway. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I do have to go back to one note at the beginning of the episode when uh, when Lucky Boy does show up in the classroom. Yeah. And he says, ladies, I know I'm handsome, but please don't think you can be my girlfriend. I have no interest in kids. Based. <laughs> Based. Based. Man, a lot of Yu-Gi-Oh villains browse yeah. fucking art slash child free, apparently. Apparently. Season zero is all about that, I guess. <laughs> I wonder um, if a director had a Misogyny and child hating in one character. Based as hell. I'd also like to go back to, did anyone not deserve it? Miho doesn't deserve to have simps. Moving she doesn't on. deserve to be happy. I agree. This version of her does not deserve to be fucking happy. Um, it's it's real fucked up that Joey, like, took Yugi's place on the game show and openly was just like, yeah, I'm trying to repay my dad's debts. And this guy goes, I fucking hate reasons like that. Fuck you. Yeah, that was pretty fucked up. Fucking idiot, bitch. There was, there was a point I was writing a note about uh, this guy just being like, uh, I don't. I don't really. You know, I spend all my money when I get it, so I don't know how much I've gotten. And in the middle of typing it, Hondo said something. So I was like, "Bro, you shouldn't shut the fuck up, Honda. You shouldn't blow all your money." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! So next time we record, we'll be covering oh. episodes thirteen through eighteen. Yep. Let's see that. We're getting more of that. I know from the manga, which was only volume one. That means that we'll be. Covering um, <clears throat> the, the I'll go with the translated titles. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Targeting a schoolgirl, the fang of a great prediction. In a bomb game, the worst date. Eerie woman, unable to transform. <laughs> what? Breaths change, crisis of the white robe. A last minute match, the invited model. And in a forbidden game, show your hand. I'm excited for that one, actually. I remember that one. That's good. That's a good manga chapter one. I, I'm pretty sure I remember that one. That one's real good. Um, Yeah, episode three Millennium Mike is ideally going to drop on July 30th, so please be excited for that. Uh, I'm going to start saying when new episodes are going to release because uh, I felt bad having to just tweet out like, hey, we're going on break this week for July 4th, and then there are probably audio-only listeners who... Don't follow the Twitter, which you should. Why don't you? Uh, and don't realize that we're, like, taking an extra week off from our usual schedule. So I'm going to try to stay up to date with that for you guys. And outside of that, I think we're good. I think that's it. These were a, a, a good mix of episodes, all in all. Um, if they ever pull that shit with Mokuba... Or anything like that again, I will. I I, I realistically I realistically won't do anything, beat. but uh, mentally I'll I'll fucking uh I'll, I'll. 
Mentally, I'm I'm throwing bricks Mentally, through I'll windows. do what Common Rider Go decided that we need to do with Datoe. <laughs> if you understand that deep cut, congratulations. If you understand that reference, congratulations. You probably also just watched Geo. Watch the point no, five episodes; they're great. Goodbye. We'll see you uh, episodes. Something other is funny. Yeah. Haha. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Millennium Microphone. This podcast, as always, is something that we would not be able to continue doing as often as we do without your guys' continued support. So from the bottom of all of our hearts, thank you so much for listening and watching every other week. We really do appreciate it. A reminder that we have stretch goals on our Patreon where you can help support us not only watching GX and 5Ds and Zeal, but... If we reach Zeal, we'll put up solid numbers for Arc V. Maybe Vrains? Maybe even Sevens, but that's thinking very long term. For now, if you're interested, go check it out. If you're interested in our podcasting cousin, so to speak, we also have Dipships the Legitimate Boating Podcast that Carl runs. You can go check that out in the description. If you'd like to follow any of our social media, those are also in the description, usually Twitter and Twitch. So you can go ahead and follow us there. Follow the Millennium Mike Twitter, all the usual stuff. We hope you enjoyed the episode, and uh, we will see you next game. <laughs> <laughs>